Hello and welcome to Workplace Insights. I'm Edward Obi, and today's episode is on why it is crucial to be completely clear about the date of dismissal. As you know, this is all about workplace conversations, so let's dive right into it. Now, one of the major issues is when claims can be submitted. Claims must be submitted in the employment tribunal within a relatively short period of time following dismissal. So being able to identify the effective date of termination will be particularly important. An ambiguous letter of dismissal may create disputes as to what date the dismissal took effect or if it was even valid, as was seen in a recent case law. Now, these are the facts of that case. Mr. Mika had suffered a back injury in 2016 and had since been struggling in his role, which involved heavy manual lifting. Following an extended period of absence, it was accepted that his inability to do heavy work was likely to be permanent. Discussions took place with the employer's HR manager during which it was raised that dismissal was being contemplated and that a settlement agreement may be offered. Mika was still hopeful, though, that alternative employment may be found. On 7 February 2020, a few weeks after the most recent discussion, Mika received a letter headed without prejudice that stated that mutual termination of employment had been agreed and his employment would end that same day with payment in lieu of notice and accrued holiday. The letter went on to offer a further ex gratia payment if he signed a settlement agreement. Mika responded the same day stating that he did not accept the settlement offer and that if the employer was going to dismiss him, he hoped a more reasonable offer would be made. Despite this rejection, he received pay in lieu of notice and accrued holiday pay the following week, and on contacting his employer, was told that he would not be allowed to return to work. Mika subsequently submitted a claim for unfair dismissal in the employment tribunal. However, Whether it has been submitted within the time limits depended on whether his employment had ended on 7 February. Now, this is the decision of the tribunal. The tribunal held that Mika's claim had been presented out of time and could not proceed. His decision was upheld by the Employment Appeal Tribunal as well. The argument that the letter did not terminate his employment as it was only a without prejudice offer of settlement was rejected. The letter he had received from his employer identified the effective date of termination as 7 February in sufficiently clear and unambiguous terms. 
The erroneous reference to mutual agreement did not mean that it was not effective. The fact that it was headed without prejudice was interpreted as being in relation only to the part of the letter that concerned the settlement agreement. It was noted that while it would be usual to have separate communication that were without prejudice, it would not mean that the dismissal part of the letter could be ignored. The further argument that dismissal was only effective if Mika accepted the breach as bringing the contract to an end was also rejected. Now for business owners, this is very important because these are the key points of this case. While it did not impact on the effective date of dismissal on the facts, best practice would be for any dismissal letter to be sent in open correspondence and any offer of compensation made without prejudice to be sent separately. The decision refers to the argument that the employee could elect not to accept the repudiatory breach of contract and so prevent the dismissal taking effect as novel. However, the rejection of that principle does highlight that the effective date of dismissal for statutory purposes may be different than that which can be established for contractual purposes. And this brings this podcast to an end. Thank you for listening to today's episode and we hope you found it informative and helpful. You can find us on most podcasting platforms and social media. Don't forget to use the hashtag AskHRHubPlus and hashtag Workplace Insights to get in touch with us. We'll be sharing about upcoming episodes using it, so don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up with the other episodes, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Workplace Insights.